Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com. It's your boy Nizzy, and we rocking with Popolitikin. You know what I'm saying? Keep it locked. We're high, we're drunk. There's funk. There's no police. Fuck, man. The day's great. The day's launched. Yeah. Required assembly, weed is my vice of in the vicinity. Twins of tranquility, I need that trinity. Top off like I'm Kennedy, I got immunity. You cannot ruin me. Raising the jungle, your hood is a zoo to me. Seeing me here and there like it's two of me. Crusading, yeah, I brought my crew with me. I got the jewels without all this jewelry. Raising the south, fuck all this coonery. Trying to be too cheap, but you just a tune to me. Hopped on that jet, so you know that I'm soon to be. Out in the Philippines, I got a Billy Jean. She blowing the nigga weed. In the Philippines, I'm smoothing the Billy D. I'm smoking that cigarette. I get it like Tennessee. Get it, I get it. Out in the Philippines, out in the Philippines. I got a Billy G. I got a Billy G. She blowing the nigga weed. To my hideout Then she see what getting high about I got joint rollers I got weed crushers I got joint papers I got big crushes on these Little bitches in these uh, Big money I don't talk funny I just head to the bank Yo bitch love me Getting all this bread Brown on world homie Getting all this bread Brown on world homie
Welcome back to Pole Politicking, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes and Android. Now, Politicking with my homie Nizzle. How you doing, bro? Man, everything's good. Lovely. You know what I'm saying? Song jumping, just living life. All right. So speaking of the song, I wanted you to talk about your background a little bit. Because I'm guessing you look like you're probably from the Philippines. Like, look black and Filipino a little bit or... Actually, um, uh, my dad is black, Native American. My mom is uh, black and Panamanian. Oh, shit. I thought you was from the Philippines. So, <laughs> so where does all come from then? Man, honestly, it just came from me just looking around and seeing how America is. And sometimes you just want to, not even America, but just like where you at in general, you just want to get out. And Philippines for me was... Just that place, it looks so tranquil. You see the water, you got the mountains, the people look nice. So it's that like get out place for me, you know? That place they heaven on earth. <laughs> how many times you how many times you been there? Man, I haven't even been yet. Oh shit. <laughs> you gotta get out there, man. Exactly. I got I'm trying to get out there. Yeah. So talk about your background. Let us know how long you've been in music, where your hometown from, stuff like that. All right, man. I was um Born Columbia, South Carolina, raised in New York, came down living in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, pretty much, I, I've been doing this for a while. My dad, he was uh, A&R from Motown and Def Jam Records. So mm-hmm. in the music industry, I guess you could say from the sidelines, ever since I was born, man. And um, it wasn't until I was maybe a maybe like 13, 14, until I decided to take the music real serious because I, I already knew what I wanted. I always knew I wanted to do music, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just loved music. And then I started making beats and started, you know, rhyming and things like that. And then everything just kind of fell into place. So who are some of your influences? Oh, I was definitely saying Jay-Z, Kanye West. Um, and, they, and for different reasons. Hey, I love his creativity. I um, you know, when he first came out, the soul beats that he used to make and just his rawness, Jay-Z's, I love how he, he, how he kept saying that he couldn't get a record deal. And he kind of said, you know what? I don't need one. We're going to do this ourselves and just took everything that, that the majors did and did it himself. You know what I'm saying? Him and his group. So I, I, I love them. I love, um, J. Cole's just because, you know, outside of P.D. Pablo, he was one of the ones to come out of North Carolina and put a good shine on it. You know, um, I have a lot of influence, like, with them guys and um, Big Sean. I love him, too. He's one of the one of the uh, the guys I look forward to because they actually give messages when they're when they're rapping. So describe your style as artist. Um, I would say I, I kind of like to call it club conscious because I have I really, really want to do conscious. But at the same time. I'm a fan of music in general, so I enjoy the pop music. I enjoy, you know, the trap music. It took a while for me to gravitate to trap, but I see why people like it, and I just enjoy music, period. So I would say it's club conscious because you could give me a a trap beat or I could make a trap beat and get on it, but when I'm spitting, I'm actually going to be spitting something. So what would you say? Well, you kind of touched on the next one. What would you say makes you unique from other artists? Um, just like how I said in the Philippines, you know, rappers be rapping like da 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 da. I can show you some other, you know, what I'm saying. So I mean, I make my beats. You know, I make every almost every beat that you'll hear from Nizzy, I make. You know, what I'm saying. Um, it may be some perceptions that I work with some artists and producers, but I make my own stuff. And 
Um, what makes me different is, I mean, my life, you know, not everybody has gone through the same things. Like I said, my dad, he used to work for Motown and Def Jam during the 90s for like 20 years. So a lot of things that people heard during those songs, I was actually there in the studio with some of these artists or there at the labels with some of these artists. And for that to be kind of, I would say, taken away and now having to grind myself and get there, I always thought that it was going to be easy just because he worked there. And then, you know, when things happen in the whole internet happened they did some shaking up you know what i'm saying he decided to to take his venture otherwhere elsewhere elsewhere and at that point i knew then that it was going to be hard for me probably even harder for me to get in because i've seen what it was like and what it takes and now i have to go all the way down from the bottom so and, and start over and um you know, you'll get a lot of that and a lot of the music that I that I make. You'll hear my story and seeing what it was like for me then and then what it's like for me now and what what it will be. So I like to do a lot of, I guess you could say, storytelling in my rhymes. Man, I want you to talk about your current project. You was talking about the Philippines and it got, I heard the remake from Wiz on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philippines remakes. It got Wiz Khalifa, um, the original. Um, did a hundred thousand on YouTube, and it pretty much took off from there. Got on the radio, you know, everybody started playing it, and um, we got contact, you know, with with people, and we got that we got that locked down, and um, you know, from here I'm working on my album called MTA Mixtape. That's an album. Alright, what are some of your interests outside of music? Um. I love I love film. I actually graduated in film, but there's something behind that too because I feel like I want to give to the people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just that person that's just seeking for fame. I want to. I feel like if I'm going through something, I'm not the only person that's going through it, and maybe I could show you a way to go through this without making the same mistakes that I did. Um, I like helping people, you know. Um, so my interest is really just trying to find the truth and making it making it sense of it and spreading that knowledge to other people, you know, whatever that truth may be, whatever category we may be talking about. It could be history. It could be financial stuff. I mean, whatever it is. And you'll hear a lot of that in my music. Hmm. All right. And what's some of the key, someone asked you what are the keys to being successful? What would you say? Oh, man, you have to have a good team behind you. You have to have a good team behind you. Like, Nizzy isn't just Nizzy. Nizzy is every my PR person. Nizzy is my manager. Nizzy is my media people. Um, I mean, without them, I probably wouldn't even be talking to you right now. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Everybody has a, a key. Um, they they do something within within my team. So I, I, would, say, I would say having a that team is definitely key to success. What advice would you give to a new artist? Um, I would say if you really want to try to take it serious, um, a get you a team and a get you a budget. Whether you not have, whether you have the money or not, visualize that money. Find out what you need so that way. Once you, if you know what you need, you have goals and you know you can figure out ways to get there. Um, once you have your team in place, once you have the money in place, then you could put it in the right places that you have to get get to. Um, and never stop. You know what I'm saying? Never, never stop because as soon as you start doubting yourself, as soon as you start saying, "Oh no, this isn't going to work," then that's the way it's going to be because the universe works the way that you tell it to work. And if you speak that into existence, then that's what's going to happen.
Then I, you kind of touched on some like that's the law of attraction, and then you were saying like visualize the money. So I want you to talk on that a little bit. What do you mean by that? I mean, like you said, the law of attraction. I, I, I'm not a religious person, but I do have a spirituality, and um, at this point, I just I think that they say there's power in the tongue, and that's one of the main reasons why I do what I do because. I have the power to give power to other people. If somebody, if I could say something and that whatever I say can make you feel a certain way, and I hope it, it makes you feel good. If, it, if it's a feel-good song and I can make you feel good, then you can take that same energy and turn it into whatever you like doing. So it, it's... I don't want to get too, you know, into into it because I could go for days. Like I said, I'm a real conscious person, but but I'm gonna say, so how you feel about like, like my thing is, there's a lot of artists. I guess they don't understand the power they have with their words. And then you got some rappers, like especially when people like ask them about uh, conscious issues and stuff, they don't have a, they say dumb shit or they don't, they take it for granted. Like, so how you feel about that? Like artists that don't understand how much power they have in their words. I don't even I don't even blame them because if they don't understand, they don't understand. That just means that they haven't been put in that position to learn what they have to learn. Maybe it's not their lifetime to learn it, you know. But you know, so I don't really want to take or put negativity on anybody else. But I do say that they need to be more open. And it took me to read books. They say that if you want to keep a secret, put it in a book. So it took me reading a lot of books and then actually seeing it in some of these movies that they putting out here that you think like they, a lot of these science fiction or fictional movies and stuff like that are actually based off of true facts and they want you to believe that it's fake but it's not really fake but if you go down you know do the whole tele telephone thing you can find out the truth there so i mean as far as rappers talking about it if they don't know nothing about it, I don't expect them to talk about it. That's not their thing. You know what I'm saying? But like, to, and then I don't know. I guess, I guess too, I look at it like a lot of people be like, oh, it's the labels. Because, you know, it's like in the 80s, shit, you had like self-destruction. You had NWA. You had Public Enemy. So you had more conscious. Like all the rappers was kind of conscious. But now it's like, like Floyd Mayweather just came out. He was saying like, it's like we're every song is talking about drugs now. They're yeah. always talking about Molly and Percocet. So we went from uplifting the people to like basically telling them to use drugs 24-7. Well, you got to think about it like this, too. I mean, it was kind of set up like that because in the 90s, what happened? A lot of these people, a lot of these fathers went to jail. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we have a generation gap, then the next generation is going to grow up not really knowing nothing because the fathers are missing, you know what I'm saying? The moms might have been, you know, cracked out because of a lot of situations that they talked about in those songs at that time. How they said, yo, the streets are like this. The street, I mean, the rappers was pointing it out, just like you said. NWA, they was pointing out the stuff that was going on. So the effect of the, the, what, was, what they were talking about, we're now seeing in this generation. You know what I'm saying? If everybody gets, if if, if 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 such and such, your father gets killed because of the, the drug war that's going on in the streets that NWA was talking about, or the police killing our, uh, our, our black men and women and things like that, then you're going to have a generation that's going to grow up not knowing what the heck is really going on, because nobody's there to teach them that. Mm -hmm. 
And then you was talking about the books. What books you like to read? Oh, man. I like to read all kind of books, man, to be honest with you. Um, I've read... I've read, you know, the book on Buddhism. I read Malachi York's book. I read, um, I like, I have this huge book on Leonardo da Vinci. Like, the book is like this big on Leonardo da Vinci. Um, I read, a, I read a lot of books, man. And like I said, world, this world is crazy. But I feel like if you, whatever you believe, you can make that true. If you, if this is true for you, then that's what it's going to be. Who am I to tell you something different? Because you manifested that to happen, whether it was true before or whether it's true now. If you really think it, then at some point of existence, you manifesting it to happen. And anybody that like, let's say a listener, they never heard of you before. Let them know why they should follow you on your musical journey. Man. Once again, I'm not here for the fame. I'm here. You should follow me because I'm going to give you the real. You know what I'm saying? If you want somebody and we need more leaders to stand up because we don't really have a Martin Luther King anymore. We don't have a Tupac Shakur anymore. Things like that. You know, we have a J. Cole. We have a Kendrick. And, and and I appreciate them type of guys. And we need more people like that. And my whole plan is not once I get you know money and once I start really making things happen, I want to invest it in the communities. There's no reason why if there's all these homes out there that could fill up like every homeless person in the world can have a house here just because that's how many houses that they have in America. You know what I'm saying? But they're foreclosed and stuff. People not even living in most of the houses. Why can't they make the homeless people come in there? So my my goal is, you know, just to figure out more about that once I get into the mix and, you know, I give it to you. I'll give you the real. You're here in my music. Like I said, it might be a club banger, but I'm still going to give you a message in it. And then when you sit down and listen to it, you'll be like, dang, this dude, he's really giving me the truth. You know what I'm saying? And Follow me. Watch, watch. You'll see the journey. All right. What would you like to say to your fans, people that have been supporting your career so far? Thank you. Thank you. That's from the bottom of my heart. I wouldn't be here without them. If people wasn't listening, if people wasn't spending it, whether it's fans, whether it's DJs, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, however you listen to my music, however you follow me, thank you. It's obviously something that they see in me. And, you know, I'm just going to continue to try to give you that real, give you give you my perspective of of things. And like I said, I'm a truth seeker. So um, it's good right now that I'm not really bad by, like you said, by labels and they're scared to say anything because I have the freedom to speak how I want to speak. Yeah, I guess I was going to ask you, like, because you were saying your dad was an A&R, so what, I guess, what did you take for granted that you, like, that, that he had that back then that you, like, now you notice, like, dang, that shit's hard, but you took it for granted back then? Well, I would, I would just say, like, I didn't think that I would ever be in a position where able to just do what I want to just walk because back then I mean literally I used to just walk up to the label and then I'll be in the elevator and I'll look and I'll be like oh what up Jay you know Jay-Z you know what I'm saying I mean DMX Ja Rule just being around all these celebrities back then and they gave me a lot of knowledge on the game but I guess you could say I mean I was young too so I always just thought I always thought that 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 door would be open pretty much I, I I don't know what I would have done different, but right now is you put it like that. You know, 
walk into Jay Z's office, it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, man. I, I want to say thank you for politicking with me. Man, thank you. You want to tell me to hit you up, your social media and everything? Yeah, man. You can find me on Instagram. It's your boy Nizzy, I-T-S-Y-A-B-O-Y-N-I-Z-Z-I-E. You know what I'm saying? You can go to the website, itsyourboynizzy.com, and definitely be on the lookout. Listen to that Wiz Khalifa Philippines remix. <laughs> yeah, I would say, uh, I was seeing on most of your social media, it was saying Matchbox Nizzy. Yeah, Matchbox Nizzy is the, um, that's the Twitter. Matchbox Nizzy is the Twitter. What does that um, mean? Matchbox Nizzy. Out. What does that mean? Uh, Matchbox, Matchbox is the uh, management. Oh, okay. That's the management we run. So, um, just like how they have Rock Nation management, not necessarily a label, but it's a management company. So, that's what we're rolling with Matchbox Entertainment. Shout oh, out okay. to Tony V. All right. com. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.